Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. The Rudy Giuliani Show. Good afternoon. This is Rudy Giuliani and welcome to the Rudy Giuliani Show. I really thank you very, very much uh, for tuning in. I I think, uh, I don't know, I don't want to get... Greg or Bo or anybody else angry, but or John Cascomatidis. I just think we have the best audience, but that's okay. I guess everybody does. I, I think the audience in general on WABC is the best audience. Dr. Maria and I have a great audience on Sunday. We were shocked the first time we did it at how smart you guys are. So uh, you, you, you get ready to call in, and I'll get to you very, very shortly. Uh, 1-800-848-9222. If you want a trick about, uh, you know, we only can take like three, four calls. You want a trick as to give yourself a better chance to get on. Uh, uh, if you call on the relevant topics, we're much more likely to pick you because then we can expand what we're trying to say. Just a little trick, okay? Uh, let, let's start with the hearing yesterday, please, because I am, you know, I'm going to tell you a secret about myself, okay? I, not much of a secret. Everybody knows it. I, I grew up, uh, you know, I'm not going to say in a tough environment. A lot of people grew up in tougher environments, but I sure as heck didn't grow up in a woke environment. I, I was born in the Flatbush section of Brooklyn, uh, which at one time had the most murders in the city. Uh, my dad moved me out when I was seven because he, he didn't want me to become a bad kid. He moved me to the suburbs. They kept me in Catholic schools to keep me under control. Uh, but he unfortunately taught me to box when I was about two. Uh, my original boxing lessons were he would sit in a, in a, in a chair and he'd put gloves on and he put little teeny gloves on me. I, I, I can't remember two. I could remember five. And I'd sit, I'd box with my father where he was sitting down and he never hit me. He, he would always let me hit him. So the first time I had a real match, like with the CYO or something like that, and I got hit. I told my father I didn't like boxing very much. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was all about my hitting him. First time I got hit in the face and my nose hurt. I didn't bleed. My nose hurt. I mean, it wasn't like a bad, it was only like a, about a two-round two fight. I think it was about 10 or 9. And I went and told my father after. I wouldn't say it during the fight. Dad, I don't know if I like this very much. I didn't realize they hit you back. <laughs> I didn't realize they hit you back. But I'm only saying this because a young Rudy, a young Rudy would have a completely punched the living daylights out of Goldman yesterday for insulting Madeline Bram. First of all, you don't insult women, you creep. You, you absolutely entitled rich creep. And that's what he is. He's an entitled rich creep. He went to work for the uh, kill, uh, the kill uh, uh, Trump committee in Washington. And then he ran for Congress and got elected because he's in brainwashed Manhattan. The guy is a is a, a, a opportunist of the worst order. And uh, y yesterday he insulted a woman who is ten times the human being he is. He should go kiss her feet. 
Now, now uh, Dr. Maria and Madeline are very good friends, as I am, but I mean, I'd say they're even closer. And uh, I, I had Madeline on yesterday. I don't, want her, I don't want her on here defending herself. She doesn't have to. We're going to defend her. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for having me on Red Apple Media. I really appreciate it and love the Rudy Giuliani show. So well, Madeline, only one better is uncovering the truth, right? That's right, uncovering right. the truth every Sunday, 10 a.m. on WABC Radio. Great Kelly's not bad either. Right? <laughs> so there's a lot of great shows. So Madeline Brom became our friend when we learned about the brutal murder of her son, who was an Army veteran, and how Bragg was treating her like she was the criminal. So we learned of her story, and you did a fantastic podcast with her. In Pro- that. Produced by you. Thank you. And organized by you. <laughs> and you can find that at RudyGiulianiCS.com. But what Madeline has done was turn a tragic event, devastating event, into something good, or she's hoping to. Number one, she's been trying to fight Bragg for a while. His first day in office, he downgraded many felonies to misdemeanors. He, uh, two out of the four people who, uh, it was a gang assault on her son, and it was very gang-like, he let two of them basically go scot-free, and it's it's just terrible. But what she's trying to do now is is bring attention to it. She wants law and order. She wants people to do their job. But she also has a website where she's trying to help other moms or dads, or any victim, actually, who has a family member. Yeah. Who who was murdered? You know, doctor, uh, uh, losing a child, no matter what, if the kid's a great kid, an average kid, or even a bad kid, is horrible. That's right. This was, flesh a really, and blood. this was a really exceptional kid. She brought him up in Harlem. Uh, I think not completely, but often as a single mother. The father was in and out of the situation. Uh, not not completely non-contributing. So, mm. I mean, it's not a, yep. a complete situation like that. The kid turned out to be like a star, an exceptional kid, an exceptional yeah. basketball player, it was doing well a in really the Army. good student. He had a great record in the Army. He was just out and looking to make a career for himself. I mean, this is this is not the exception in, in, you know, in, in these neighborhoods, but hard, not easy to do. Not easy to do. And she did it. Yeah. And now she has another son who's going to follow in those footsteps and go into the military. But she was so upset about this hearing. We happened to see her last night. Rudy Giuliani received the Theodore Roosevelt Award at the Metropolitan Republican Club. And it was standing room only. And of course, Madeline was there. Madeline was there, but everybody was on their feet for Rudy, screaming, Rudy, Rudy. (laughs) But we were able to talk to Madeline about her experience with the hearing. And unfortunately, she said the Democrats treated the victims like garbage. She said, uh, you mentioned Goldman, who is Dan Goldman. He's a representative of Dan Goldman. Dan Goldman won in Manhattan. I think it was a close race. Boy, did you make a mistake. You talk about limousine liberals. You talk about stuck up uh, Manhattan people. You talk about rich, entitled uh, liberals who I think uh, Malcolm X said are the worst uh, racist uh, in the in the world, the people who've done the most damage to the blacks, uh, Malcolm X said, mm. are the rich, entitled white people. Oh uh, boy, uh, uh, Dan Goldman is a rich, entitled white person. Uh, basically, he has pursued lie after lie after lie after lie because he's a man of little or no character. Now let's see. We have a we have a clip here of Madeline. It's number nine, and we have enough. Why don't we play? 
Uh, why don't we play number, uh, is it number eight or number nine? Uh, okay, I think there are, we got a couple. But let's do, let's do, let's do number seven first. Good morning. My name is Madeline Brame. I am the chairwoman of Victims' Rights Reform Council. I'm also the mother of a homicide victim. My son, Sergeant Hassan Korea, Afghanistan War retired veteran, was killed in Harlem in 2018. Hassan was kicked, punched, stomped, and stabbed nine times by four individuals he did not know, nor had he done them any harm. All four of these individuals were apprehended and all four charged with first-degree gang assault and second-degree murder. This case just resolved this year. So this case drug on through the Manhattan criminal court system for four and a half years. When Alvin Bragg came into office, he was, held, he was handed a strong, trial-ready murder case and gang assault case against all four of these individuals where this brutal, savage homicide was captured on video. Well, and the point is, I mean, there's a lot, a lot of others about this. Uh, uh, two of them got much lighter sentences than they would have gotten. I mean, the professional DAs quit on Bragg when he put out his statement that he wasn't basically going to prosecute crime anymore. Uh, and a bunch of uh, of, of uh, acolytes of uh, Soros and him, who like criminals, not innocent people, took over. And the end result is two got away with murder. Two will spend minimum amount of time in jail so they can be out there killing you faster than they otherwise would. That's uh, the point this committee was trying to make. Then they put up a bunch of other witnesses. Uh, and one of them actually did an analysis that there are about 6,000 people that are out on the street that shouldn't be. Uh, I don't know if you've heard this show enough, and how how often have I told you it's about se- seven to eight thousand people that are out on the street? And I, and, and I, you have I, you've repeatedly okay. said that when, number. When I have the time, probably on a podcast, I'm going to show you how I do it. Well, you this, did this it not, brilliantly. This is not off the top of my head. This comes from the guy who invented Comstat. I know Bill Bratton says he invented Comstat. I thought of Comstat twelve years before I met Bill Bratton. He helped with Comstat. Jack Maple was a material help with Constat. But the whole idea of using crime to, number one, hold the police accountable, and number two, change the whole aim of law enforcement from arresting people to reducing crime came from me. Thank you, Rudy Giuliani. And now a contemporary person is now saying there's about 7,000. So your numbers was right on. You know, going back to Madeline at this um, committee hearing, she was saying how disrespectful all the Democrats were, and Adam Schiff fell asleep during it. A number of them <laughs> said, even though your loss is devastating, you're just being used. So I'm going to quote Madeline here. She said, he, meaning Bragg, dismissed gang assault and murder indictments against two of the defendants clearly on video participating in the brutal slaughter of my son. And I don't care who was, is running for president. This is wrong. And she said, I left the Democrat Party because they want us all on a plantation. She happens to be black. Um, So she said that the Democrat Party has been devastating to the black population. She is by no means the only African-American who has said that. And some of them are not even become conservative. Many have. And also the kind of things that like Hakeem Jeffries and others have said Mm. about conservative Republicans. 
how how about my 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 good my good friend uh secretary colin powell mm. he was a close friend of mine i supported him for president in in 1990 in 1996 when i was mayor mm. i was one of his early supporters along with rudy washington yes he he was a Runner up to you, you had the most speeches in the Washington Speakers Bureau. You did only because he got sick. Speeches, he'd have beaten me. <laughs> and he used to drive. He used to drive to the speeches in a, in a sports car. And I, I, I want, want a secret. What he used to break the law, and nobody gave him tickets. Well, we'll be right back right after right after this uh, right after this break. Tax day is coming. Oh no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. The former mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. Giuliani, back again with you on the Rudy Giuliani Show. Uh, let me point to a few of the other witnesses because they were equally as impressive as, as Madeline. Uh, who cannot uh, forget, uh, who, who, who can possibly forget the case of Jose Alba, the man who... Uh, the man who had to defend himself against a much younger man who came into his store to rob and to kill him. And uh, in so doing, he stabbed the man in self-defense. It was on tape. Thank God it was on tape. Thank you, God, that it was on tape because Alba would have put this guy in jail for the rest of his life. This may have been the only guy uh, that Bragg was going to prosecute until Trump came along. And he actually had this man in prison as a suspected murderer in Rikers Island for about three or four days. And he had a knife wound, I think it was on his hand or his arm, that got infected at I, Rikers. Here, he, he was the good man, a store owner, defending himself. The other, you know... And all the lazy, yeah. all the lazy fat communists had to do is look yep. at the tape. He wouldn't even look at the tape for four days, yeah. you lazy communist bum. And I think he would have stuck to his guns and continued to prosecute the wrong person, the good guy, if it wasn't for people standing up for him. Okay. Meanwhile, uh, Jose uh, testified. Uh, through an interpreter. Jose testified <laughs> yesterday through an interpreter. Remember, this guy left New York. Yeah, he left. Because he's safer in the Dominican Republic. Yeah. Can you imagine that? Yeah, and Adams oh. wants to tell us. And the police commissioner wants to tell us, and all these phony Democrats want to tell us, New York is safe. Well, if New York is safe, why are more people leaving than any city in America? What, they just don't like the smell? You know why they are leaving, Adams? Because you have been a gross, horrible, lying disappointment. Let's listen to Jose Alba, number 11. I believe that law enforcement and the DA's office didn't investigate the case fully. They rushed to judgment, and I suffered because of it. Suffered in, 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 because of it means this. Just think about yourself. You don't want to be in Rikers Island for one night, much less three, four nights. Plus, he was injured, yep. and he got a terrible infection while he was there, all because of Bragg. All that's be, a, that's all the because world's of upside Bragg. down, right? Bragg won't prosecute the real criminals, and here this guy defended himself. He didn't want to be attacked by a younger man. He sees what's going on. He had to use a knife. He had to use deadly force. 
And it just seems upside down. Thankfully, through the people of New York protesting, those charges got dropped. Then we have Joseph Borgen, 30, was attacked and pepistrated by a pack of men who were yelling anti-Semitic slurs at him. Remind you of Al Sharpton's pogrom under Dinkins going out to kill Jews? Oh, to explain you it that? to people, because I think people... Yeah, well, people got to be reminded who Al Sharpton is. <laughs> uh, Al Sharpton basically single-handedly created the riot in Crown Heights in which black people went after Jews to kill them and beat them up. What, what year was that, really? That was... Oh, I'll remember that year forever. I got elected mayor that year. Uh, no, no, it was the year before, no, 1992. Ignored, there was no 1992, and it. I am going to tell you, I was there the second night. I saw it myself. So you're not you're not you're not preaching to somebody who just watches. I go to these places. I'm not scared of these people. Uh, so what happened? What happened is Borgen gets attacked by a group of people. They beat the living daylights out of him. They leave him for dead. <laughs> Bragg gets the case. They be- first of all they all they all are able to make bail. They either get no bail or they go out on bail. So they're free. They're free right now. And they're awaiting assault uh, 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 trial. But they're free right now yeah. so they can go beat up other Jews. Yeah. So, I mean. Isn't that a hate but, crime? But, okay. Where's the liberal Jewish community? Come on, boys, girls, let's go. Yep. This guy doesn't care about you. He doesn't care if you get the hell kicked out of you. He doesn't care if, they, if I get the hell kicked out of me. All he cares about is his communist Soros policies. How can they look, really, this is a very serious question, Rudolph. How do these people look themselves in the mirror? How does Bragg every night go to sleep knowing that he puts murderers, rapists, violent people back how, on the how does How does Schumer go to bed at night knowing he's turning his back on his own people? Yeah. And what Where Schumer, are all the politicians? What does, Schumer do, what does Schumer do when the gang uh, goes after Israel and wants it destroyed? Uh, he goes and he hides in a closet somewhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah, big, brave Schumer. Oh, wow. He's so, he's so brave. Now let's listen to Jennifer Harrison, who was the victim of crime actually before Bragg, but has, has dealt with Bragg's office. Number eight. Uh, number six. I'm sorry. Number six. Number six. Number six. There is a depraved indifference towards human life sweeping across our country, even amongst elected officials. Normally, the criminals exude this depravity, yet here we have the one that is supposed to prosecute them as the one showing it. I would also like to say that if Alvin Bragg was doing his job, none of us would be here today to talk. We are not political. We will be back after the break and we will get to your wonderful phone calls. Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. It's Rudy Giuliani back with you on the Rudy Giuliani Show. Uh, you know, uh, Dr. Maria, there's a lot of talk about Eric Adams. And a lot of people don't like him, but a lot of people buy his bull. And it is, you know, I, I'm against crime. I'm, I'm doing everything. It's the DA. Well, my point about him is he hasn't done anything about the DA. He hasn't done anything about the laws except talk. Never used any political leverage. No. Never put himself at risk because he is a coward. He's afraid of the Democrat Party. Remember when Sid was going to try to organize a a dinner for me before before Christmas? And he said, oh, don't worry. He'll meet with you within a week. And I said to Sid, Sid, he won't meet with me 
because he's afraid of the Democrat Party. Yeah. I don't know if Sid understood that. What that means is he's finished if he meets with me as a Democratic. Yeah. But Look he might at, actually get advice from the best mayor in the history of the city. You're, you are so spot on. Remember when Andrew Cuomo, as governor, complimented Trump and the help he was getting during the pandemic. And then the Democrat Party came down on him and said, no, 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 you're making Trump look too good. And then the attacks came. They are afraid of their own party instead of standing up for what's right. That's why you're so well respected. You're not about party. And you weren't when you were mayor. You were about the people. Andrew Cuomo really walked away from. uh, I'm not I don't know if I call it a murder investigation. It could be close to a murder investigation. I mean, there are so many questions about the old people he put in that nursing home. The fact kidding. that this guy wants to make a comeback is disgusting. No, he really should. He's stay got a lot to answer life. for. Well, unless he can answer the questions about how he could put old people into nursing homes when everybody knew when they were infected. Yeah. yeah, when everybody knew they were at risk. But I want you to see what a phony this guy Eric Adams is. Maybe my friend Sid will see it too. It's uh, he was on Sid's show, and this is number twenty-five. Listen to this. Remember. He hasn't done anything about Bragg. Now, do you believe this 25? Now we hear the grand jury maybe another month. It ain't going to happen because the truth is Alvin Bragg does not have a case. What are your thoughts on the Manhattan DA getting in so deep that he tried to bring a case that, quite frankly, Mr. Mayor, doesn't exist? You, you know, there's one thing I learned, Sid. Let prosecutors do their job, and I'll do my job. I do not get involved with it. Uh, I do know that there are layers to an investigation and that uh, I don't recall the DA ever stating uh, that where was he in the process. Uh, I think there was a lot of speculations. There was a lot of rumors. uh, There were a lot of innuendos flying around. But I think the DA has been extremely professional and really stand focused on what his job was and that is to conduct an investigation and once that investigation comes to a conclusion uh, then we'll know what's going to happen when any form of announcement or no announcement is made but that's his role he has a non-mandate of you know okay, that okay that's There's enough, enough room for the yes. bull i can't tell he takes a certain amount of bull try 26 now do you know when someone Just try, tw- try 26 now we hear the grand jury maybe another month it ain't going to happen because the truth is Alvin Bragg does not have a case. Oh, what are your thoughts the same thing. on the Manhattan DA getting well, it? It might be the same one. Okay. All right. But well, can I say, do yeah, you ever ahead. hear the saying, someone speaks with a forked tongue? That reminds me of Mayor Adams. And what that means well, is I've, he's... I've never, I've never checked this tongue. <laughs> <laughs> he spe- I don't want to either. He I hope spe- not. <laughs> he speaks out both sides of his mouth. He is a... Po- Even though he was never a politician, boy, does he act like one. He says yeah, but- what the people want to hear about crime, and I'm going to reduce it. He's just inept. And my God, you could help him if he checked his ego at the door and said, Mayor Giuliani, You've had the most successful record of lowering crime more than any other mayor in America. Please help me. You would be willing. You love New York. You love. You don't even care if it was New York. You've done it all across the globe with your security company helping people yeah, lower crime. But I did crime. learn after a while, and that offer may not uh, be still outstanding. <laughs> I did. I did uh, learn that I could only do it if I had a willing uh, uh, partner. I mean, I, I'm going to tell you the exact truth. If you look at my record of my company, we were fabulous when we had willing partners. And we didn't, oh, have, course, much, right. we didn't have much success when we had crooks. We got thrown out of Mexico when we were <laughs> successful. 
by well, the lowered crime too by much, the conservative or? president. Isn't that and do you know something? who our uh, patron was? Who the c- communist mayor of Mexico, who's now the communist president, Ador- Lopez uh, Obrador. Uh, Obrador. I yeah. have a different view of Lopez Obrador Isn't than other, other, other people because I'll tell you the one thing about him. It may be he, I think he's a crazy communist. I do, but I told Trump this, and Trump remember Trump negotiated some great agreements with him. And yes, he did. He was great with Biden President now. Trump. You yeah. put Trump back in office, we get that. Uh, he even Mexico. spoke out against Bragg going after Trump, saying it's poorly I political. You know, that. Lopez yeah. Obrador, true communist. Yeah. Yes, he'll say he's a communist. Bragg. He is yep. a, he's a communist. Yeah, uh, he, 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 he basically yeah. told me. Yeah. Uh, but I worked for him because he, was, he really wanted to reduce. I'll work for anybody who really wants to reduce crime. Sure. And he did a good job, and his police commissioner did a good job. And the conservative government was worried that the police commissioner was going to run for mayor. Yeah. And they fired me. They fired the police commissioner uh, because it was a two-person appointment, the mayor and the president. The president got rid of us. And the president was, well, president turned out to be the president of Mexico, who when Bush called him to see if he could get a vote for one of the wars, hid in the bathroom. He hid in the bathroom. Oh, it's a great story. He hid in the bathroom because he's a coward. He's a goddamn coward. A damn coward. Sorry. Excuse me. Rudolph. Okay. Let's, let's do. Uh, uh, somebody wants to ask me a question. I'm going to go to it. Pete in the Bronx. Hello, Mayor. Hey, Pete. Home yes. of the Yankees. Uh, okay. That's right. You got it. I wanted to find out when you switched your political affiliation. 19, 1980, I believe. All but, right. So when you did when you did the commission case, you were basically a Democrat, right? No, I was a Republican. I did the commission case in 1986. So oh, did you I, I wasn't. With- I wasn't. Uh, uh, n- none of my really major positions. Uh, by the when I did that, I was in a uh, private law practice, uh, and, I, and and I actually quit the Democratic Party in 1973, when I was an assistant U.S. attorney because of the corruption in the Lindsay administration, involving the Model Cities administration, and because of McGovern being so weak on communism. I mean, I looked at the party and I said, this party is anti-American. Uh, wow, and, back and in also, the 70s. Oh, yeah. And I, 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 was, I, I looked at the Model Cities Administration, which was supposed to help poor people, and I was in f- favor of the Great Society program. And I look at it, and all the money is being stolen by Lindsay's crooks. No, no, nothing's getting to the poor people. And then I, I, I start uh, talking to my other assistant U.S. attorneys around the country. This is going on around the country. I mean, when, when, like that money that Biden put in for the poor? <laughs> You think it gets to poor people? If that money that we've been putting in for poor people for the last 50 years got to poor people, there'd be no poor people. Uh, right. We, we spent a lot of money The we have a lot of rich, it. crooked politicians yep. is the money for the poor people. Yep, yep. And for homelessness. Why do you think Lyndon and... Johnson died with $27 million in a bank? Or yeah. Hubert Humphrey, a millionaire? Yeah. Or why do you think, uh, why do, why do you think How about Charlie, Joe Biden? What do you think Charlie Rangel's a millionaire? And all the crooks up in Harlem. Yeah. At least Charlie Rangel, they try to hold accountable a little yeah, bit. I mean, did. he didn't Charlie get a jail got, Charlie got away with his but, millions, and, he, and yeah. he screwed the people of Harlem. Yeah, that is true. That's, That's why, why Madeline calls I was it a much plantation. More, I was yeah. much more of an anti-Democrat than I was a Republican, and I became an independent for a while. And then I became a Republican because I was very impressed with Ronald, Ronald Reagan made me a Republican. I smile when anybody says his name. And then all of my achievements happened after that. And I modeled my mayoralty on Ronald Reagan. 
I imitated him. Well, you did a great job, Rudy, of working. You had, uh, was it, what was the percentage in your house for Democrats, the, the city council that you had to work oh, with? 45 uh, Democrats and six Republicans. Yeah. And I, I would say the fact that I was a Democrat helped me. Oh, really? Because I understood that mentality. I even, <laughs> I, even und- I mean, I have great respect for Democrat, for true Democrat liberals. True Democrat. As you know, Dershowitz has been my friend. And he, he's one of the for, last remaining ones that are for true. 30 years, 40 years. I mean, we were on complete. Not only were we were on the uh, other side of the aisle politically, he was on the other side of all my cases. Yeah. I mean, he's represented some of the biggest creeps and murderers that ever lived. <laughs> but honestly, on a, the, the idea that lawyers who represent bad people are bad is totally wrong. Well, They're, I want to remind everybody, going back to our uh, youth as a nation, John Adams, over much controversy, defended a Tory who killed in a... Oh, but actually, I grew yeah. up with that romanticism yeah, of the lawyer, the lawyer who represents the... a just trial. The lawyer who represents the lost cause. You know, I, I even thought I was going to get a little credit for representing Trump. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, you did the right thing there, too. But I was thinking of the very famous John Adams case. People should look that up. Oh, it is a great case. Yep. A great case. And Here it's a, we're it's fighting a, for our independence, and an English soldier shoots and kills... It was called the Boston Massacre, and nobody, no lawyer wanted to take the English uh, soldiers as as defendants. And John Adams said, being pure with the law, they deserve a just and fair trial, and I will defend them. It's what we used to be taught in law school before we were taught Marxism. Uh, 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 It's happening in medicine, too. They're turning to Marxist communist ways. Let's go to let's go to uh, uh, Robert in Suffolk. Hi, Mr. Mayor and Dr. Maria. How are you, Robert? Okay, um, I got a couple of things. Go ahead, shoot. That the first is that the uh, hearing was attempted to be hijacked by the Democrats. First, it was Mayor Adams uh, with gun control, and then it was Nadler with Trump. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Gun control. I mean, gun. uh, That's right. Nadler brought up Trump. I I don't, you know, unfortunately, they should have hired me as the chief counsel for the for the committee. And I should have gotten to question them all. Like, uh. Adams, who used to work for me. You wanted to cut. Who was was a useless uh, 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 cop. I mean, by the very definition, gun control cannot control the behavior of criminals. Oh. Because what is what are criminals? They are uncontrollable. This is almost a linguistic analysis. Mm. Uh, what are mad people, insane people, uncontrollable? Yeah. Why do you think they're going to follow laws? Right. The only look, look at compa- Chicago, the most restrictive gun laws. Who had? What about the murders every single weekend in the shootings every single weekend over a decade? Who has the guns? The criminals. Yeah, I mean, uh, Adams has a lot more to do with the crime in New York than guns. And now his defense of Bragg uh, puts him right in Bragg's corner. Well, you know, I basically help- he said Bragg is doing a good job to Sid. I mean, uh, for that, we should throw him out of yeah, office. He knows. He knows better. Don't just speak out of both sides of your mouth. You know, that was insulting to Madam uh, Madeline. Her son was killed by knife, by knife wounds. And they go on on this gun triad. You know, she. Her the murder of her son had nothing to do with a gun. Yeah, the the idea that gun control will have this single impact on violent crime in this country 
is only propagated by people who don't want to do anything about violent crime and are presiding over cities in which uh, there is tremendous violent crime. Why are the cities, the vast, vast majority of them in America that are falling apart over crime, all run by progressive Democrats with Soros paid for dishonest prosecutors? Now, if people, someone tell me this incredible statistics about New York City voting, or maybe it was today I met somebody who was saying how little turnout and how little that AOC won or even Eric Adams. And it's because people don't come out to vote in New York City. So New York City people, you want to change, you got to get out and vote. I can tell you, uh, doctor, and it goes back to the man's question about when did I turn? He actually, I think, wanted to make me a Democrat when I was doing all that crime, crime reduction. And I, he probably, pr- probably is a Democrat. Uh, here's the truth. I could not have done what I did if I was a Democrat. No Democrat could have done what I did as mayor. And why is that? Because the party would... Well, I'd have to be like uh, a completely disloyal Democrat. I'd have to be willing to kick the party in the teeth and say, go to hell. I want someone in the Democrat party right now to start kicking butt. Okay. But let's take let's take something like the hospital system. Yes. Hospital system in New York City, and you would understand this uh, better than anyone else, had um, about 12,000 employees who were watching empty beds. So when our hospitals, we built our hospitals for 800 people. Kings County, I remember exactly, was down to 250. We still had a staff of 800. You for, know, for 800 patients. You, you know patients, who they were? Yeah. They were the uh, staff of uh, given to us by cro- the crooked congressman. So relatives, uh, uh, Charlie, Charlie People Rangel, who donated. Char- uh, everyone knew that Charlie ran Harlem Hospital. It was one of the worst hospitals in the city. It was close to being unaccredited. People were dying in there like crazy. But Charlie had all his bumps in there. Uh, Rudy Giuliani came in, and the congressional de- delegation hated me. I got rid of all of them. I fired them, like out. Uh, they don't have the same protections that uh, the city employees have. It's a private company, semi-private company, and I fired them. Gone. The congressional delegation will tell you that I was terrible, awful, and a racist. The reason is I got rid of all their patronage. When we get back, I'll bring you the mayor's final thoughts. America's mayor, Rudy Giuliani. Well, welcome back uh, to uh, the Rudy Giuliani Show. And, of course, these are the mayor's final thoughts brought to you by Tunnel to Towers, T2T.org. Just make sure you donate your $11 a month so that we support the wounded officers and and, 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 and women and men in, in uniform and th- those who lose their lives. Nobody does it better than T2T.org, $11 a month. So my final thoughts are, uh, I guess, um, just sealing what we already knew with the disastrous election in Chicago of a man who was defund the police, uh, uh, definitely for Black Lives Matter, the cop-killing organization, uh, a a guy who is going to take a city that already is on its last legs and probably push it over the top into obscurity. A city that uh, people laughed when the Democrats put their convention there. Every weekend is a killing field. They do numbers. They do numbers there. They do numbers there that hit uh, war zone numbers. And unfortunately and tragically, uh, the large percentage of those people killed are black. 
And worse than that, many of them are children. So we're going to listen to uh, we're, we're going to listen to uh, th- this guy, this this uh, radical, anti-American, anti-black racist, Brandon uh, Johnson, now condone a weekend of smash and grab uh, gone amok, crazy, nutty. It looked like another one of the Floyd demonstrations of 2020 had returned to Chicago. Uh, two two uh, uh, children, y- youngsters, 16 and 17, were wounded. Many, many others injured. It was a disaster. And he has just uh, figured out how to invite more. And from someone who had eight years of no riots, took over city with riots, I'm an expert on this. This causes riots, what he's about to say. Let's play it. Not, you're not, not condoning looting. I- I'm saying that people are acting out of desperation. We don't want a society that is acting out of desperation, but you have to pay attention to the cries that people have. They're not acting out of desperation. They're stealing liquor. They're stealing cars. They're stealing uh, bicycles. They're stealing high-end electronics that they can go resell, you jerk. They're, they're stealing money. They're beating the hell out of people. They're shooting people. They're criminals who are looking for an excuse to steal, and you just gave it. You just gave them license, my friend. You're not a mayor. You're a crook. You're a crook. You just you just got yourself uh, four years, if it's possible, of increased crime in Chicago. Boy, the Democrats are have a great time at your convention. I recommend that they don't stay on weekends. Because weekends, you become Vietnam. Before you, let's see what happens with you. I mean, what, what is it this weekend? Three killed, five killed, eight killed, 10, 12, 15? You've had 15. You've had uh, 20 uh, shot, 30, 40, 50. You've up to, been up to 60 shot in Chicago. And uh, you're, you're, you're double-crossing, if I may say so, but I don't think this way. You guys do. You guys think black, white. But you're double-crossing your own people. 70 to 80% of the people killed in Chicago are black. I worry for them. I cry for them. I bleed for them. Like I did the people of my city. No mayor in America ever saved more black lives than I did. Might be that no mayor will lose more black lives than you if you keep talking this way. I mean, Adam's doing a pretty good job. I mean, uh, I know murder is down, but it's still a lot higher than it was a couple years ago. I mean, all those things that are down this year are net up big time under Adams and Bragg and all of the let's let criminals have their way. We have got to stop this. And you, my fellow Americans, I know it sounds funny coming from a Republican. I used to be a Democrat. Remember, you cannot vote Democrat if you want to save this country. I mean, with a few exceptions, and we're talking about the big cities now. You vote Democrat. You're 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 voting for a communist city and a communist America. We're going to need you in 24. Stay healthy. Keep focused. Keep listening. We'll be back tomorrow. I'll be on eight o'clock tonight. Go to oh, give Rumble a shot or YouTube or Twitter, and we'll be there eight o'clock. And call me. God bless you and God bless America. And thank you, Doctor Maria. Isn't she great?